So I'm hanging out. I'm answering any esports related questions. Um, anything that uh, anything anybody's facing any problems. I'm I'm, I'm hanging out for a bit. And, um, just needed to get on here onto uh, onto my PC and need to record the intro and upload the episode. So now I'm just uh, I'm just hanging out. So if uh, if there are any like esports questions or podcast questions or video questions or any sort of question, uh, I'm down down to answer things. Uh, e-commerce. Yeah, any questions uh, or anything anybody wants to talk about, I'm here to talk about it. So, I'm going to um, I need to get back on Clubhouse. Um, I've not been on Clubhouse in some time. I'm supposed to do like a sponsored Clubhouse soon, and I'm really looking forward to it. But Clubhouse has just been kind of the same subjects and also become kind of nihilist. Strangely, like a lot of like people think and talk about the, um, AI and stuff that does stuff like that. Let's talk about artificial intelligence, talk about NFTs. Um, science, of course, health and medical from, from like what's going on with the coronavirus and whatnot. But yeah, let's see. Um, I'm probably, I probably need to be more consistent. Uh, if I'm going to be doing lives, I'm going to want to do lives more regularly. Um, I have not done a Trent Knox podcast or show in like forever. Um, so if I want to do that, then I have better get, I got to start being consistent about it. I've been very consistent about the esports business network podcast, you know, um, some guest changes and things that have come up, but that's pretty much it. I mean, nothing really too crazy. Nothing that, you know, couldn't be rescheduled. Um, I should definitely be getting back on my feet very soon um moving into this new uh new place is going to allot me the time to focus more on um working with clients in uh in the video production and podcast production and social media management that I do with Cyber City Media and um so I'll be back doing productions for uh, some some content for Amazon to be published on Amazon, I should say, um, and then some some more YouTuber content. Um, 
you know, I, I, I'm, I'm looking for people to collaborate with, uh, and looking for a drone operator that I can, you know, can build a relationship with. And I feel like, you know, kind of has the same level and bond, or, or I mean, kind of has the same vibe that I have because I'm a very, like, very relaxed individual. I'm not like, I'm not like toxic or overly competitive. Um, so I'm looking for somebody who can be like a leader at times and be a follower at others, you know, um, someone who's, who has, who, who can like potentially help me become a licensed drone operator. Um, you know, but I do need a licensed drone operator in order to do some of the productions that I have upcoming. Um, and what else? Uh, I feel, I feel kind of good to be honest. I, I feel like, you know, once, once everything kind of gets back to normal with the Austin, with an Austin and whatnot, uh, I can't wait to get back into the music scene and the fashion scene and the, and the tech scene and just the foodie culture and just everything that's everything that's going on in this, you know, metropolis of Austin. I'm drinking this lemonade and I'm now craving barbecue. Um, yeah, I'm going to do a show. I want to do a pool party. Um, I got, there's might be a boat party. That's, uh, that's going to happen. Nice little boat party. Um, since we're in spring now, but you know, it's getting pretty hot here in Texas. It's going to be really humid. Probably one of the hottest summers, um, from, from a long time. Um, I might even chop this up, turn it into a podcast to put it out. We'll see. Um, I'm not super like, I'm not super uh, crazy about any of the hardware that's come out lately. Um, I've been getting a ton of advertisements for uh, the new Sigma FP. L lens, L mount camera, which I understand is like full frame or something. I thought it already, I thought it was already out, but maybe there's like an updated or something like that. Um, or like a version two. Uh, I still have yet to get my hands on the, uh, Canon C70. Um, I do know that Austin movie gear has a, a Canon C70 that I've, probably would want to go test it out but i haven't had the had the time been crazy now now that i'm kind of semi moved in obviously if, as you can see behind me no furniture yet but i will be getting some furniture hopefully i'm kind of taking it step by step um There are a few different things that, you know, I want to accomplish. Mainly, 
uh, I really want to do a fashion show because I've talked a lot to, well, even if it's a cosplay show, that would even be cool too. Um, but I've talked to, you know, the fashion producers or showrunners, fashion showrunners here in Austin before. And I've discussed with them, like providing my, my video live stream services pro bono. So I could build a portfolio of fashion content, but I've had no one bite yet. I've done, you know, I've, I've, I did one thing and it wasn't, you know, it, it wasn't, um, you know, it wasn't in a direct partnership with the fashion showrunner. They invited me to come do video, you know, and that turned into, you know, content being, uh, distributed on YouTube with Austin live and local, but, um, I haven't, I've yet to like really knock it out of the park, like a real, like not even one, but like a regular series of, of local designers. And I know there's been a few different shows. There was Austin's next top model that was out and it was sort of like, it was an interesting production, but it could have been done a whole lot better. And I mean, it, not that it could have done better, excuse me, and no offense to the producer of the, of the show. It just, it, it could have used more resources. And, and everybody knows that. Everybody knows that if you do a project, the more people involved, the more money, the more equipment, the things that go into the productions, the better of a production that, um, that you get. Right now, I'm I'm not like I'm definitely not using my best equipment right now, uh, but I just wanted to, you know, I just want to stay consistent. I just want to keep going, and I want I don't want the, sh- the show must go on. So I'm not I, I don't want to get caught in in the um, anxiety or like the um the issue of where you're you're like the ego of measuring up against other people on the equipment that they have you know i really you know i haven't spoken to them i haven't really sat down in a while and, and had like a good conversation uh with knives but like what what he's been doing with tiktok and and just the way that he thinks it's very unique. It's like no one does the thing. I, the, I shouldn't say no one does it. The, the mainstream and the people, whatever he doesn't do, what everyone else does is what I'm trying to say is like, he, he's not following trends like the trends of you have to have or, or like the trend of everybody uses a sure SM7B. He has a sure SM7B. I don't have a sure SM7B. I have a few different microphones, but 
I I haven't invested that much money into a microphone. Um, and, and yet he still kind of, he shows, he shows how you can do things with other equipment that people use for other purposes, generally speaking. But to be honest, if you want to start a podcast, you can just open up the audio recording feature or download one of the new podcast apps and use your phone. You just log in and you say you do an intro and then like some of them you can like edit directly in your iPhone or Android or whatever you use and just place it and then then it distributes it across all the mainstream platforms and whatnot. Um, actually, I don't know if I'm even in a category for Twitch. Uh, if anybody is watching on Twitch, let me know if I'm in a category. Whoop, what the heck? What the heck? Oh, I am. Talk shows, podcasts. Cool. Um, so podcasting is pretty, pretty, pretty simple. If you're just, you know, if you're doing a solo podcast. Now, if you start getting into like a co-hosting and, and roundtables and things like that, um, Well, well, Clubhouse is a great option, but the problem with Clubhouse is you can't record the audio. So, I mean, and the problem is like being it, it being kind of a exclusive platform uh, for people who are uh, who are who've already built up a network and 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 who are already established um, in content creation or whatever industry or field of expertise that they're in. But, you know, uh, you could use a discord for co-hosting too. I mean, something like that. And then, you know, you, you may not know, but you can use screen recording or, or a external recorder to record your audio and uh, and the audio of the guest. Like, for instance, I just picked this thing up. It's the Zoom PodTrack P4. Uh, it's not gonna. It's not gonna record, or it's not gonna show. But uh, you need a few different pieces of hardware, but get the pod track p4 and you get the bluetooth connector that goes with it and then it connects to you know your your iphone or whatnot and um you know having connected to your iphone you could just record your podcasts and have your guests and everything come into this thing and and uh 
and record to an SD card and then upload to, to whatever podcast platform that, that you want to be, to be on. You could even do it to just YouTube or Facebook or Twitch, you know, some of the live platforms that, that are out there. And if you're really clever and you really know what you're doing, um, you know, you can splice that content up, put it on TikTok, and put it on Instagram, you know, for those people who have that instant gratification or need that instant boost of serotonin, you know, that they're scrolling and they're looking at different content, maybe hashtags or whatnot, and give people that, give that people that sense of enjoyment, give, um, get, build an audience, build a network, and then Uh, then you could step into some of the bigger things like um, holding virtual meetups and and um, doing conference calls and and having um, having webinars and selling ebooks and and, uh, and and getting invited to be on other people's podcasts. Uh, of course, social media. growing a social media brand and building it, then selling merchandise. And if you're really clever, you, you do it like you invent something like a, like a new hair straightener or makeup line or, um, a, a different version of Bowflex or a different, uh, a new, a new way to a new set of reading glasses or something. I don't know. Just throwing ideas up in the air. Um, of course you could do big content. You could do like narrative pieces and, and you could do like, you could like make a documentary about pursuing the things you love, you know, whether it be like, uh, it could be blockchain, you know, just to talk about something that's in the, in the, uh, uh, mainstream or that's not, it's not really mainstream, but in the, um, in the conversation, the top, you know, hot topics, right? These hot topics, um, but anyway, documentary about NFTs or Swiss chocolate. I don't really, I don't really know. Sort of for me, um, for me, I've been staying in the niche in the industry of esports. So I think logically it makes sense that my my next big 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 project will be. We'll be doing a, a documentary in esports. Um, but that might take some time, especially with everything, the pandemic and COVID and whatnot. So, so once the once all that is resolved or whatever you want want to call it. Everyone's vaccinated and we're back to going to in-person events. I think I'm, I'm going to go on a, you know, I'm, 
I don't know if I'll go to the, the to the level of of what um, Street Taco Eater Rob Davis is doing uh, with uh, with the Great Amer- Great American Esports Tour. But then again, like I really even I, I considered I could I really have been considering uh, getting getting thing, everything squared away to to go to DreamHack Sweden and go to Stockholm and check everything out and like really do the big the big thing. I, I mean, you know, it it would be awesome to do DreamHack Sweden and then and then do Valencia. And IEM Catalyst, and and just like go to the cool big international stuff in Europe. It'd also be really cool to go to like WCS in Korea, or even like what else would be really cool to do? Um, be really really cool to go to like Worlds or the International. I've never been to the International, and I. Ah, I really, really wanted to go to Fortnite World Cup in uh, Madison Square Garden, but it didn't plan out. Didn't work out. But when everything gets back to normal and the big, the big championships are back in and happening, I'm going to make it to go to one. I mean, DreamHack is sort of a big championship, but. At the same time, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a trade show. It doesn't, it's not like, it's not like a Super Bowl or a World Series or anything like that. Like very dedicated, specific thing. You know what? It's, it. You know, it's not even like a, like a Pro Bowl. Like when I was living in Hawaii, going to the Pro Bowl, is like a very, a very specific type thing, like. It's all, you know, mostly related to if like you've ever been to like a, a, a really like a rally car or a Formula One race where like, yeah, there's vendors and stuff like that. But they're like the they're like a, a secondary to the like main show. But for like DreamHack and like some of those trade shows and conferences and stuff like that. The main show is really, you know, the, the main show is really the the vendors, the booths, everything that's, that's going on there, because like the games are cool and all, but like the 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 the, the it, it takes a long time for the for the like enthusiasm to be built uh, around the games, like you know the Madden Championship, the last you know the turn of the the time. That it takes to get to the, to the to the uh, to the end of the bracket on the tournament, it, it, it's kind of boring, <laughs> you know. No offense, like to 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 people players who get into these offline tournaments, but if 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 you're watching some of the worst players duke it out for like you know the last <laughs> you know sixtieth and fifty ninth placement, it's like. Uh, it's like nails on a chalkboard, like trying to trying to pluck every one of your eyebrows out once, or, or uh, eyelashes out one at a time. 
um, just really painful to watch people just suck and have video games. But at the same point in time, like I've got no room to talk. Like I, I don't participate not at a competitive level that those folks do. Like that's, that's commitment. That's hard work. Like putting in the man, putting in the hours, right? Clocking in. Um, no, I just talk about it and I just respect it a lot. I respect the, the, the work ethic that, that people put into it, even if they do come in like 12th place out of a thousand or something like that, you know, like it does suck because you went all that way and you, and you lose and you're not like, you're not going to be on the championship stage, but you like really put in the effort to, to try, try at least. So, so yeah, I mean, it, the esports events, when they do come back, and they will come back, it will, it will need a way more engaging experience, even at those lower, in the lower brackets, to where, the, you know, some of the similar things that you see in, like, uh, baseball games and and in um, and in, in NBA games, basketball games, uh, where like you have the cheerleaders, you've got the t-shirt cannon, you got the mascot, you got you got all these things that are incorporated into the to the user's experience when you go offline and or when you go to these these uh these matches or or games. And you see people, you see people play at the top level, you know, even sort of similar to like comedians and, and whatnot with like the comedy store or whatnot. You go there or you went there and people went there to experience the comedians. But at the same point in time, it's the atmosphere. You want to get your photo. You wanted to like, you want to have a drink at the, at the, at the famous comedy store. You wanted to. Uh, you want to get your name on the wall, you know, it's, it's sort of similar, like how pluckers wing bar, or like Buffalo wild wings or whatever to get your name on the wall for eating the most hot wings or eating the biggest steak or eating, you know, just being a part of being a part of the story. Um, being someone who puts, puts out, you know, uh, who who gets to have that have that uh the moment that they remember um, um, memorable moments memorable moments uh at uh just just by these you know life events really you know um it's interesting i say that because because a lot of what the top tier esports teams are doing now is less gaming and esports than it is building lifestyle brand. Um, like you can see, like on my headrest here on the on my chair, well, which is covering up a respawn um, logo for the respawn chair, is a Phase Clan flag, flag. <clears throat> a Phase Clan flag. 
it's hard to say. Uh, it's hard to say. <clears throat> and FaZe Clan is my favorite esports team professionally. Uh, and I'm really looking for, I'm, I mean, I don't even watch Rocket League, but just having seen that they're having a Rocket League team, it's going to make me want to turn in, tune in and watch a Rocket League match at least once, you know, uh, just to see, like, are they eating good? Like, or is this like one of those situations where it's like Michael Jordan goes to the MLB, <laughs> like they, they attempt to do something, but it doesn't really turn out that great. Um, we'll see. Hopefully inaugural, their inaugural season takes the RCLS or whatever. I think that's what it's called. Um, but yeah, I mean, esports teams, like professional teams, like Team Liquid, TSM, Envy, Cloud9, FaZe Clan, 100 Thieves, Optic, just to name a few. And there's a lot more than that. They're... they're they're focusing more on lifestyle. I mean, some of them are taking it in a different direction. Some of them are taking it in the direction of partnerships where they, you know, partner with really established apparel brands or they're, you know, designing and, and, and making their own apparel, you know, in-house. You know, I really, I really like, I really admire, I should say, the the Gym Shark brand, Gym Shark, and how they've built their own apparel or uh, athletic apparel empire, and <laughs> my my baby cousin to my to my grandmother all know or have seen the Gym Shark logo and the apparel almost as similar as similar as as Lululemon or. Or like a like a spandex brand at this point, Under Armour, Nike, kind of in the same same breath with Gymshark, you know. Uh, Gymshark obviously looks you know more more like Lacoste or or uh, um, oh man, I'm gonna forget the golfer, the dude that has the has has the fish on his shirt. You could buy it at like Macy's or something like that. I forget what the brand, the brand is called or what the name of the brand is. Sky's name. Um, but those or even Columbia, you see Columbia, like brand, like people associate certain types of things with brand. And so like, it makes sense that esports companies are building brand and focusing on something like apparel and lifestyle branding because every kid, a lot of kids, and I mean, you haven't seen, you haven't seen like the emo goth, you know, like uh, rocker culture in esports, but you know, it, it is more, it is more like gamer culture or, or like, um, 
preppy, like, well, it's maybe not preppy, but like cool guy, I guess, uh, lifestyle branding and, and whatnot is association in, in, in association with sort of different other well-known cultural re- representations of, of, of different industries like music and fashion and art and whatnot with like cause lyrical lemonade. Um, beats like that's a really cool one uh gucci fendi prada no, i'm kidding but uh it it does still seem somewhat inaccessible because like during the regular season of a cowboy game or during the regular season of a Spurs game, Houston Rockets, Texans, you know, go outside of the state, the Saints, uh, Broncos, Nuggets, uh, Pelicans, like I'm just going in different directions, or like the Phoenix Suns, uh, Cardinals, Arizona Cardinals. And you can go to those games. You can travel there and you can see those players and you can see the coaching staff. You can see everybody that's involved with them. But in esports, you can't do that. There's no engagement. There's no fan engagement except that which happens online. And so there's a little bit of fan engagement in those traditional sports too, but the fan engagement, I guess, is a little bit more in depth when it comes to esports players, but offline, they ju- it, they just don't hold the same uh, celebrity or notoriety that traditional sports players have. So, I'll buy it a couple different people, and a and a more and a very niche fan base. So, you know, Michael Jordan is not niche. Uh, LeBron James is not niche. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, uh, Patrick Mahomes, they're not niche. You know, people will recognize them. Your, your grandmother, your mom, your sister, your baby cousin, they're all going to recognize these people for their celebrity, whether it be like a, a commercial or a social media post or something that was in line or that is in their timeline in their in the in their uh in their life like in 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 their lifeline like their their life timeline you know you can't you can't walk out the, you can walk out the house but you're going to see some sort of association with the big brands whether it be Walmart, Target, Best Buy, some way that traditional athletes are incorporated into those places whether it be just signage or like a straight up commercial or something. I don't know. Um, but anyway, it looks like folks don't have any questions. And so I just went off and I rambled on this live stream, but I appreciate uh, those of you who are watching this after the fact, the first 15 minutes is just me editing and doing the podcast and stuff like that. The e- esports business network podcast, but 
if you have the time, check out Esports Business Network podcast. Uh, get to know esports a little bit better. Get to know people involved in the gaming industry. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm out here. I'm getting back into the into the culture of Austin, Texas. Not like the Austin, Texas online thing where it's like all the streamers and stuff move here or whatever. But I mean like true Austin culture, like the fashion, food, music, the culture, like the comedy culture even. Not the not the adulterated Chappelle Rogan comedy culture, but like the people who you know the people who move here to be working comics, the people who do birthday parties, you know, the people who uh, the people who are working, like not celebrities, they, they have to grind for their, for their wage, I guess the, the best for the lack of a better thing to say at this point. But, um, but yeah, thank you for listening to this, to this show. If it turns out being a show and I hope that you guys have, Wonderful, amazing April, August, whatever it is, uh, you know, whatever period in time that you're listening to this, uh, whether it be after the fact, now, later, in the future, down the road, in a time capsule. Hope you have a great day or however it works. <laughs>